All right, let's see. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. Manny Garavito, once again, checking out the Saturday night slot. I'm going live here on a bunch of different channels. So currently we're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Welcome, everybody. It's good to be doing this once again so late at night. Uh, So in case you guys are brand new to the comedy uh, show, what we do is we go virtually live and we talk shit. And today we're going to talk shit about the Internet. Uh, all right. Hey, everybody. Man, hey, what's up, uh, Edwin? Hello, Alexia. Dog him out. Uh, let's see. Uh, damn, a lot of people tuning in on a Saturday night at 1030. Christian, Vikes, uh, Belan Realty. What's up, guys? How are you? How's your, how's your weekend going so far? Do you guys have plans? I know you guys are just pre-gaming for now. Uh, all right. So uh, for those that are watching on YouTube, Facebook, and all that don't mind the green screen i'm trying i'm trying to get used to the live streaming because i've been doing live streams for a year now and uh this is technology that i thought i knew but it turns out there's a whole new world there's a whole new world of live streaming uh that i didn't know about and that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about the uh the world of twitch and youtube live and facebook live and instagram live Do you guys know about this world? Are you guys familiar with this world? Because I thought I understood it. Uh, It turns out I don't know shit because I went on Twitch today. I went on Twitch for a long time because I wanted to thoroughly understand Twitch. Okay. I didn't want to judge it so quickly, but I have no choice now. Because once I was there for 10 minutes, I saw some things like some girl was licking some uh, microphone that was in the shape of an ear. And I'm not going to lie, it was one of the most intimate things that I came across on the internet because I had headphones on. It, it actually sounded like she was licking my ears. I almost busted a nut listening to this. <laughs> the show was so intimate. Have you guys seen this on Twitch? It's called ASMR. It was so intimate, I was almost going to file sexual harassment. There was no warning. There was no uh, uh, consent form. You walking into this Twitch room, you're going to get uh, a little turned on. I didn't ask for that shit. What's up, Kevin? What's up, Milai? Justin Rangel. By the way, it's, it's Jake and from E2 Cafe. Oh, way back in the day, E2, shout out. Uh, 2006, there used to be an internet cafe with those old computers that, were look, that look like uh, mainframes now. Uh, yeah, I remember E2. Yeah, no advisory. Exactly, Edwin. No advisory, no warning. I just walked in. I, I, I put my headphones on and my dick got hard. They're sexual workers on Twitch, all right? And they're virtual. And you know what? I'm not going to hate it. It works out. But that's the first thing I saw. As soon as I walked into Twitch, I started seeing this world of, of sex workers, but like virtual, but not necessarily uh, nude and not necessarily... Like all out sex. It's kind of like it's at the cusp. You know what I mean? So in case you guys don't know, ASMR, they have this, there's this microphone now that's shape of an earlobe. And then like, like somebody just gets really close to this ear and then they start talking like this. And then they start saying things like, uh, uh. it sounded like you're getting a blowjob. All right, and there's kids on this thing. Now, mind you, there's kids. And these girls are just on there, just. 
if a guy were to do that, if a guy went on Twitch and started making those sounds, that guy's going to jail. <laughs> oh, the wonderful world of Twitch, dude. Uh, you know, what's even more eye opening about this world is the fact that Twitch has been going on for 10 years. I thought I understood Twitch. Uh, I was like, all right, a place for gaming. But when you really go into Twitch and you start like searching and you start like looking, there's even celebrities on there. Like Snoop Dogg has a channel and there's a whole world. I mean, I thought I knew marketing. Marketing right now is completely out the window because of uh, things like Twitch, because you can get a master's degree in marketing and some 12 year old kid is making millions on playing Fortnite on that thing. Right. I'm here doing Facebook ads and looking at metrics. Some kid is wearing cat ears and, uh, you know, making $500 just because he got a headshot or whatever. And they don't and they don't even like they don't even like shrug. Right. They, 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 they you know, whatever. Like I saw a guy playing Fortnite and uh, he kind of like did this kill where they killed like eight people. Right. And one and then somebody sent him five hundred dollars. And he was like, hey, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Mike. $500 tip. I'm like, yo, you just made $500, man. What do you mean? Thanks, Mike. I'd stop the game and I'd just look at the camera and be like, Mike, you saved my life, bro. If there's anything I can do to pay you back, I'll, I'll give me your address. I'll drive over there. I'll wash your car. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Dude, the world of Twitch, it, it's, it's mind blowing. It's almost like the dark web. But it's the dark web because there's a lot of cameras that are connected to the Internet. And there's people that make a lot of money off of this thing, apparently. And they make so much money that for them, they don't care. They don't care that they're making money. Imagine living that life where you're making money playing video games. Because back in my day, I used to love playing video games. But people back in my day were like, you're lazy. Get off your ass and go do something. Go outside and play. Now these kids are on Twitch making hundreds of dollars in one session, maybe even more. I don't even know. I mean, I saw a live stream that was going on for 10 hours. You log in and in the bottom right, it tells you how long they've been on 10 hours. The guy's been on the whole day. You just wake up, just going on. Hey, bro, what's going on? Maybe it's a girl, right? She's putting on makeup, brushing her teeth. And you got, you know. And you just put your whole life on there and people just give you tips. Oh, you're making coffee. Here's $300. Oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, anyway, so, uh, uh, yeah. and like they just put their whole life out there. It's like voyeurism to the whole new level. I like it. I, <laughs> I actually saw a clip of somebody uh, that had a co-host that was a girl, right? So it's a gamer guy and uh, sitting next to him is a girl gamer and they play games together. And apparently like they're friends, like they're really good friends and they got together and they started doing this show. And uh, while they're playing games, he looks at her and he goes, you know, I, I've liked you for a really long time. And I just want to know if you would like to uh, go on a date sometime. And then she like paused the game and looked at him. And he, she's like, oh, but I have a boyfriend. Thousands of people seeing this rejection happening in real time. <laughs> this guy got his heart broken online. And he got a tip off of that, too, probably. He's like, oh, my God, look at his heart breaking. Here's $100 to make you feel better, Sam. You're going to get through this, buddy. Well, well fuck it. He's crying with the money and shit. <laughs> Dude, uh, th th all right. 
you guys been on Twitch? I don't want to be alone on this, okay? I, I, maybe I'm old. And maybe like I, when you look into this world, you, you start thinking to yourself, it's like, oh, this isn't for me. But no, I want it to be for me because your boy is actually going to go into the Twitch world. And I'm going to try to understand it. And I'm going to represent Miami. My bio is going to say I'm a comedian from Miami uh, trying to see what the world is like in the dark web that is Twitch. Right? Because Twitch, when you go, when you log in, and I love you, Jassy. Uh, when you log in, there's a, uh, hey, Edwin. Oh, wait, I got the, I give you a round of applause, but I'm, I'm having some issues with my uh, live stream right now. But thank you, Edwin. Um, you guys ever seen the final Matrix movie? And when Neo goes into that white room and there's like uh, television screens, and then it's like, this is everybody's reality. Uh, this is the world that uh, people think is real. And then Matrix, you know, the, uh, Neo's looking at the Matrix and it's like people living their life, going to work or whatever. Like when you go on Twitch, it's uh, people like eating like a stick of butter to get clout, uh, getting rejected on live streams, you know, getting headshots on Fortnite. Like that, that is the world of Twitch. Like you, if you were to get a large television set and there's little screens in it, all you, all you see is like uh, esports, uh, somebody trying to get clout, and uh, some, some girl licking a microphone and making a bunch of money through that. And it's just like, the, the world is kind of disappointing, but let's celebrate, shall we? Uh, you know what's the next big move for live streaming? You know, I, saw, I finally finished watching Squid Games. I think live streaming should do something like Squid Games, like people that have nothing to lose. You put them on something like Squid Games, you stream it on Twitch. You know, they're suicidal already and they just want to go out with a bang. And they probably won't even do it for money. You know what I mean? Like people are so addicted to likes and hearts that they probably won't even need the money. But like, all right, if you win uh, the Squid Games, you're going to get uh, 500 million followers. 500 million. That's more than Kylie Jenner. Is it more than Kylie Jenner? I don't know. But the live streaming world that is Twitch is, uh, is definitely making me feel ashamed with my marketing degree. Because these kids, they're absolutely killing it. Absolutely killing it. Um, and as I was watching this video of the guy getting rejected by his uh, co-host, imagine somebody uh, like proposing. That's next level. You know what I mean? Like what you do, you flew your girl out to Paris and proposed in front of the Eiffel Tower. Ah, what a pussy. You know what I did? I proposed to my girl in front of, in front of tw 24,000 viewers while Fortnite was playing in the background. You, can beat, you, you can't beat that. Subchari, DJ Shelter, Melanie Caramo. What's up, guys? All right, we're here talking shit about Twitch. Um, yeah, I don't know, guys. This world for me is, is interesting because I, I already started my account on Twitch. Hopefully, it'll, it'll take off. I don't, how do you find people on Twitch? You know what I mean? Like, some people have it easier than others, I think. Like, some girls that are very pretty probably will never have like, I've seen people that aren't even looking at the camera or talking. They're just, like, playing some weird game. And uh, they have, like, 50,000 viewers. And it's like, dude, say something. Like, I, I was, like, looking at this guy running around playing as a mage or a knight or something. And uh, he's just not saying anything. It's just quiet. And there's 50,000 people. And the chat is blowing up. I'm like, this guy's not doing a goddamn thing. 
Top contributor, $1,000 by somebody in Wisconsin. Who the fuck? <laughs> you know, this is an incredible world that is Twitch. And the money is just flying. Like Twitch is like, Twitch is like the stock market for live streaming. You just go in, it's like buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. Um, but what was the most fascinating thing about Twitch is um, the sex workers, because that was the first thing Twitch showed me. You go on and it says recommend the channels. And I clicked on the first one. And the first one was that sex worker, you know, dressed in a skimpy outfit, licking a microphone, doing that ASMR thing. And in my head, I'm already thinking to myself, I was like, dude, this is some really cool way to make money. And I'm not hating on it. OK, because I really think that this is like going to be a big thing, because imagine if there's like a contraption. And, and, and just hear me out. Imagine a contraption and uh, you stick your dick in this contraption. It's almost like a virtual glory hole, right? You stick your dick in the contraption and then somebody in the other side of the world on the internet is licking a contraption like ASMR style. And then you feel those vibrations or those movements inside of your contraption. And then now you're getting a virtual blowjob. I really think that's going to be a reality on Twitch. <laughs> And you know what? It's safe sex. Why not? All right. And then you can participate in that virtual blowjob with everybody that's watching, tipping her and giving her money and buying her T-shirts. Right. And she's just giving this virtual blowjob. And now you're part of this digital orgy. And I really think it's going to make the world a better place. You know, like you could probably do that and like be like a world politician to be like, I'm going to start World War Three before you start some drama in the political landscape. Stick your dick inside of this contraption. <laughs> and then after, you know, you get your post-nut clarity, you're just like, ah, you know what? We're going to hold off World War III. That was a great virtual blowjob. <laughs> oh, man. Another thing I really liked, um, I like the esports world. Have you guys seen... Uh, I, there's a game that I actually played called uh, Rocket League. So it's like these little micro-machine cars and you kick a little soccer ball. I was watching this live stream in like Korea or something like, cause you could see live streams from all over the world on this thing. And I was watching the stream in Korea and uh, this is a really cool world because they treat like video games. Like it's a, uh, I don't know, like ESPN, like the transitions and shit. Uh, look at this Hadouken by, uh, I don't know, uh, Lee Chang. Lee Chang this in, did this incredible Hadouken. Oh, and it connected. I was, <laughs> yeah, people just cheering them on. They treat these guys like they're actual like uh, athletes, but they don't have the sex life. You know what I mean? But these guys are making bank, but no one's banging them. But it's interesting to see this kind of world because they're being cheered on by people. So if like, if you're really good at Street Fighter, you can go online, play somebody, and then put your, you know, put some money on the line. People are probably doing like bets on this thing, right? You go on and be like, I got $50 on the, on the guy from Japan. Cause I don't know. Japanese people are really good at this game, right? I mean, we, I got put 50 bucks on this thing. And they're usually always Asians. Like Asians are absolutely crushing it in the esports world. Like the announcers could be talking shit in English and they probably don't even understand what they're saying. But this esports world is actually pretty cool. Like I wish I was good at esports. Like if I really dedicated myself to do like, uh, like if I was really good at Rocket League or if I was really good at, I don't know, King of Fighters or Street Fighter, like because those were the games I played, you know, years ago. And if I dedicated myself to that, I'd probably be making millions, you know, playing people all over the world. But, you know, instead, I wanted to do a podcast for some reason. 
All right. Uh, let's get down to the reads before we get to the second half of the show. And by the way, guys, uh, don't mind uh, me breaking out like this. Okay. Like I just stopped drinking. It's been a month already. And like my face is detoxing so much right now. Uh, I tried like using like facial recognition does not open my apps on my phone. That's how bad I'm breaking out. So bear with me uh, as I go through this. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's up, Rodney? Having a good day. What's going on? All right. Uh, this show is sponsored by LU Venus, guys, who is a uh, health insurance agent and a subject matter expert in the world of health insurance. So use him as a resource. If you have questions, he has answers. The people he helps the most are those who do not have health insurance uh, because they find it to be unaffordable. And those who do have health insurance and are complaining about how much it costs, he can help anyone anywhere with anything regarding the health insurance. So call him today, 305-335-3944 or eliu.vinas at ushadvisors.com. Hey, you see, we've got sponsors. All right, we're semi-pro. We're almost there, baby. We need like four more sponsors, and then, you know, we're making a sweet amount of money every show. And then your boy is now making bank, and then he's going to jump into the Twitch world. And then who knows? I might even get myself an ASMR uh, microphone, and then I'll start whispering the jokes into your ear. Maybe, you'll, maybe you're into that. I'm pretty sure if you've live streamed that enough, you'll find some people that are into that. Oh, you think Netflix on stand-up comedy is good? Wait till you hear this guy whispering sweet dick jokes in your ear. What's up, Steve Shuffles? How you been, buddy? Um, another thing I've learned about uh, the Twitch world, very therapeutic. If you think you're going crazy, go around on Twitch for a little while and start seeing what people are doing, and you're going to realize you're doing just fine. People are doing some crazy shit on Twitch, okay? They go live for hours and hours on end, and all they do is just live stream their life, and people just tip them because of that. So... Like if I if I had my own studio apartment, like if I had my own flat, I would I would love to experiment like putting cameras all over my apartment and then just live streaming and just do everything. And then occasionally I look into the camera and talk some shit. They're like, hey, we're gonna make chicken Alfredo today. What's up, DJ Shelter? Ah, hey, just watch it. All right, maybe you catch a glimpse of me walking around naked. I'll probably turn that into a meme, right? I'm telling you guys. Uh, the more you live stream your, your show and the more niche you are, okay, the more likely that your Twitch channel will grow because some people get into the weirdest fucking things, man. And he, you know what the secret is? You know what the secret is about Twitch? Sensationalism. And for those that don't know what sensationalism is, it's like a level of exploitation. Like if you got big tits, go on there with cleavage and like do a hula hoop dance. Or like if you got like big teeth, brush your teeth on camera. And then just do it really close to the microphone and just, you know, use it, get a username like Pearly Bites or something. Uh, if you if you live in a junkyard, uh, blow up the cars, you know, that kind of shit. Or if you're into drama or if you get into fights like that really blows up on Twitch. Like people love that shit. Right. I spent four, maybe five years trying to understand marketing and people on Twitch are doing this shit. And making money, and it, it makes me wonder, why the hell did I get a degree? That shit was useful for, like, three months. And then live streaming came out, and then now all your marketing knowledge is out the fucking window. Why look at met, met, uh, uh, metrics? Why buy Facebook ads? All you got to do is get good on Fortnite, and you make a million bucks. You know what I mean? What's up, Nelly? 
Hey, by the way, and for those that are like uh, walking into the chat right now, if you guys have any sort of feedback whatsoever on this Twitch world, uh, fill me in, man. I I still can't believe this thing has been around for 10 fucking years. What's up, Catalina? Hey, my video editor's on. Um, the thing about live streaming is this. It's, you don't just see content. You, you watch it. And you watch it for a prolonged period of time. It's not like somebody writes a meme. You give it a like or you share it or whatever. People like tune into your world and then they stare. And then if they like what you're doing, they give you money. You know, that's, that's like some, imagine if you're going down your Instagram timeline and it's no longer just like photos of somebody on vacation, living my best life. It's like, I'm living my life in real time. You let me know if it's my best life or not. Because, you know, things like Facebook, things like Instagram, things like Twitter, it captures a moment and then you post it and then that's it. Like and you keep scrolling. But this live stream world, it's like forever. It keeps it keeps streaming. Right. And the longer you retain it. (laughs) It's just. I'm overwhelmed. About this. I have a boy of mine. That's a League of Legends that makes okay money on Twitch. But the fact that he's making money, even if it's okay, you know, like a little side hustle, that's pretty impressive. The thing is, like, the thing about the world of Twitch and making money, they're very low key because you don't have time to enjoy the money since you're always streaming, right? Like, you can't buy a yacht with your, I mean, you can, but you can't enjoy it because you got to go back to live streaming to make some more money. So it's not like you can't, you know, unless you find like, I don't know, like a hologram of yourself and then you put yourself on there and then you talk to the camera and then like, I don't know, like AI or something. And then like, hey, Manny, how's your day? My day is doing fine. What about yours? And then I'm on a yacht with some bitches and shit. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, man. It's uh, another way that I put it is uh, what's up straight out of Peru. Lose me. Another thing that I put it is like a peep show, but in reverse. So in New York, they would have like these uh, these things where you like you watch like girls like uh, dancing or like, you know, doing something through these little peep shows. But you got to put the money first. This is probably like the other way around. Right. You see the peep show for free. And if you like what you see, you then put quarters in the machine. Hey, Cindy. Uh, DJ Shelter says, I'll make people endure a mystery dinner theater for four plus hours with my fiance. Hey, man, you think four hours is a lot of time? I saw a stream for 10 hours. Maybe there's more. Um, I don't know. I, I'm fascinated about with the live streaming. It's not just Twitch. It's also YouTube. YouTube has a live stream function. Facebook has a live stream function. Twitter has a live stream function. But Twitch... Twitch is really doubling down on this thing, man. Like Twitch is a whole other world. Um, And I think that, uh, I think that what's going on is like the newer generation is using it, but the older generation don't understand it. But I want to understand it right now as an old, I wouldn't say old, but like, you know, and like a guy in his thirties wants to understand. And you know what? I've seen older people on there. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The comedy world on Twitch isn't really doing that good guys. We need help. (laughs) <laughs> I went on the search function and I wrote comedy and uh, you know, there was like a bearded guy uh, and he was just like doing this. He's talking to the camera, but he had like 58 viewers, but that was the most I saw, you know, 
ASMR, people not saying anything on camera, playing Counter-Strike or Call of Duty or whatever uh, in the thousands. But this 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 old guy, which is the only comedy stream that I found, uh, you know, he had 58 and I was like, yeah, pretty impressed. That's 52 more than I got. <laughs> but in all fairness, I don't really promote the show as much as I should. Apparently on Twitch, you can promote it. You put it like 100 bucks and then you go on to some other person's feed and be like hey do you want to see some guy from miami talking shit go to this channel and who knows man i might get some extra people on there and be like hey guys what's up i've been doing this for a long time but now i finally get to meet you by the way if you want to join me on instagram i have some people viewing there too who owns twitch i'm not sure who owns twitch i was actually looking to buy stocks on twitch and apparently there's no stocks you can't i think twitch is like a big business man um and it's not public. So this, for me, if I were to guess, Twitch is probably going to be one of those uh, channels on the internet that's going to be very popular uh, very quickly. I mean, I know it's been 10 years, and I'm saying, like, there's going to be a tipping point where it's just going to exponentially explode because right now I think the majority of the people that use Twitch, they're, like, very um, young, right, like teenagers and stuff. Or like maybe early 20s, maybe, right? Like that's the majority of the demographic. But then once those people age and then the newer, younger generation come in and then you've got older people plus the younger generation using Twitch, you could make a billion dollar industry, man. Because it's a, it's a world. It's not just a channel. It's a, it's a world. Like people are in this world living their life. And then you open one door and somebody's dressed up as Pikachu. And then you open the other door and someone's eating a Subway sandwich. You open up this other door, someone's getting rejected by <laughs> by somebody he had a crush on. And then you just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, I thought I understood the internet. Apparently, uh, Twitch really opened my eyes. And uh, I don't think I can ever go back to understanding the internet the same way. So I'm going to go on Twitch. I'm going to start my, my channel. It's going to be awkward, you know, at first. I, I've done this before, you know, before this podcast started getting popular. I, I, I had like one person and you know, when you start a live stream, people don't know who you are and people don't care about who you are, but that's okay because you do it out of passion. So fuck them. Right. But it's always that difficult climb when you try to like gain popularity using a new live stream service. Because when I first started on, on Instagram live during the pandemic, like I, I wouldn't get anybody tuning in. Like I get one person and I'd be like, Hey, welcome to the chat how are you and then like that one goes away and they're just like all right so uh yeah yeah I, uh, I made some eggs this morning and uh <laughs> oh man mogwin says uh they're partnered with amazon too twitch prime is like a free subscription oh is that true so amazon is in on twitch yeah amazon yeah amazon kind of owns the internet right now that was me. Yeah, I'm sure, Tiger Sula. Thanks for always being there uh, for the most part. All right. And by the way, guys, while we're already in this conversation and we're a little past the halfway point, make sure you guys subscribe to the, uh, to the podcast, MiamiComedy.com slash podcast. Uh, you know what? The, I'm not going to lie, man. The stats have been going up. The stats have been going up uh, on the podcast. So thank you if you're subscribed. It's uh, it's a little thrilling to see that thing finally go up. It's like, oh look, people are listening. Eh, it's cool. Um, yeah. So uh, that's pretty much it. That's all I wrote for you guys. Uh, 
All right, so stay tuned for the Twitch channel, guys. Um, if you guys want to help out the podcast, you can always buy a badge. Uh, big shout out over to uh, Edwin. Thank you, Edwin. Appreciate it. If you guys want to help out even more, go to MiamiComedy.com slash shop, buy a t-shirt. The t-shirts are nice. Thank you to everybody that's been uh, taking those off my hands. I'm kind of, you know, almost halfway through the, the supply. So thank you, everybody. I really appreciate the support. You know, doing comedy is very difficult, especially uh, virtually. Uh, I thought I was crazy because I used to do this every day. Uh, during the pandemic in 2020, I'd go live every single day, sometimes even twice a day. Like it'd be like a lunchtime stream. And then, you know, that'd be like a three o'clock and then a nighttime stream at 1030. And uh, it grew. It actually started becoming a thing. But then I, I stopped once things started opening again. And then I kind of just did once a week, kind of like right now, I'm experimenting between Friday and Saturday to see what time works for you. And I'm kind of feeling Saturday. But then at the same time, Friday is kind of cool. I'm not sure. Uh, what do you guys think of 1030? Tiger Sula says, how can I be funny? Can you train me? If so, how long from how long until I'm hilarious? I don't know, man. Everybody has the thing about the thing about being funny that I've learned over the years. Uh, Tiger Sula is that uh, everybody defines funny differently. <clears throat> but the most important thing you got to do is have fun yourself. You know, like if I if I was on a live stream without you, I'd be talking shit to myself. I would look myself in the eye and just be like, you ain't shit. And we're going to have fun about it. <laughs> and, you know, if you make yourself laugh, you're already on your way. What's up, Jules Diva? Yeah, being funny on the Internet, uh, especially when you're live streaming. I think that's, uh, you know, I, I've said this before many times. I said this before, but being live streaming funny, like a lot of people don't understand it. Comedians despise it. Like I remember when comedians tried doing like Zoom comedy shows and they'd be like, hey, everybody, come check out stand up comedy virtually on Zoom. And then you would like log in and it's some guy be like, so uh, my dad, he uh, he always dresses really funny. And then, you know, you would try to do the old punchline style comedy. And then people were like looking at this like the hell is this this is stand-up comedy this is terrible but that's where people fucked up they called it stand-up comedy you can't do stand-up comedy on zoom there's no audience you can do virtual comedy where it's like hey guys i'm gonna talk shit for a little while tune in on the chat put in your three cents two cents four cents whatever <laughs> and let's talk some shit so today we went live and we talked some shit about twitch and you know what for the most part, I think it was a success. I got my mind out there. You guys got your mind out there. Guess what? We're a community now, all six of us. And uh, I think this is the future of comedy. I've said it before many times. But I think going live, because look, what are you guys doing right now? How amazing is it that I, I get to go into your phone while you're sitting on your toilet or there's a, a boring part on your Netflix show? Or, uh, you know, you're done looking at Insta thoughts and then like a little notification comes up. Miami comedy is now live. And then you click on it. And you're like, hey, and then, you know, you're like, all right, fuck that guy. And then you exit. Out. <laughs> or you could be like, oh, you know what? I got some free time. Let me watch this. Right. You're 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 at Publix and line and shit. You tune in. You got your headphones on. Hey, man, he's on. All right. Anyways, I got to get this yogurt. Right. I think this is way more convenient than being like, hey, uh, I'm going to be at so-and-so comedy club. 
uh, buy $30 tickets, drive there, wait in line, sit down, and uh, wait for me to go on stage when you could just do it on your phone. The thing is, you're going to have to experience it individually. That's okay. You guys can always put hearts on there and just give me like a little bit of a cheer. Go ahead. Start putting some hearts right now. Put some hearts right now. Let me feel you. Let me love you. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that one. <laughs> it wasn't even a bunch. It was just one tap. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, sarc- those are sarcastic hearts, by the way. I can feel it. You know how I can tell they're sarcastic hearts? Because it's one at a time. It's not, it's not a geyser. It's <laughs> I can feel the energy. Uh, Tiger Sula says, hey, Wine Poppy's back. What's up, man? Uh, I need to be funny on my team meeting at work. It's hard to be a virtual comedian. It was hard. Now I don't give a fuck. Uh, the less you care, the funnier you can be because you don't care if you're not funny anymore. You're just doing it for the sake of having fun. And when you're having fun, people can feel it, you know? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the hearts, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, Tiger Sula says, it's hard to be a virtual comedian. Well, okay, so to go back on that, um, here's what you got to do. You got, you know the, what they say, the gift of gab? That's what you got to do. Just develop a gift of gab. And then eventually you're just going to be able to talk shit over. And then it, it layers out. Because a lot of people, they worry about what people think. But then when you, when you do comedy and then like you can like layer topics on topics. Like I went from Twitch to dark web to matrix to marketing to squid games to sensationalism to voyeurism, to proposals, to rejection, to therapeutic, to making money, uh, to esports, to ASMR, to virtual sex workers. And then, you know, you make all these connections and then that's how you learn to be funny because like you're, you're not just like, so what's up with this Twitch, huh? All right, that's my time. Thank you very much. So what you do is you're, you're, you're making, and then when you, dude, and you know what's even better about this stuff? Like you learning to make these connections virtually without getting any feedback or laughter. You go out into the real world, right? And let's say you try to mack it to a girl. and You try to say something funny, right? It's almost as if you've been getting practice your whole time, your whole, the whole time you're on virtual trying to make people laugh digitally or whatever. When you go out in the real world, you're just so good at talking shit. What's your name? Hi, my name is Audrey. Um, why do they call you Audrey? I don't find you odd at all. Oh, off top. <laughs> hey, thanks for the fire there, uh, wine poppy. You actually made people aware there's comedy shows are and where they want to go. That works, dude. But you know what? It, you know what it is about live stand-up comedy shows. I I kind of lost. Uh, I wouldn't say I lost interest. I mean, I still do it, but. Uh, I don't know the internet. The internet landscape is very uh, it, it it's very thrilling. Like to go on stage and people clapping and and you know laughing and you know that whole thing. That's cool and all, but to go on virtual and then like I don't know, make somebody in their living room or in their office laugh and getting and getting hearts and getting three dollars through the tipping thing or whatever. That's kind of cool, man. I I like that. I like I like I like talking shit and then turning that shit into memes and into podcast clips and into Twitter updates and into all these things because to me that makes the jokes even more 
I don't know, like they live more because like when you go up on stage and you're trying to make people laugh, like in person, you say something funny and then shh, shh, it's gone in the ether. It's a fugazi. We had a fun time and now it's gone. When you do it virtually, you can like really grow that into different things, right? Like I make audio clips, video clips. It's a podcast. It's a YouTube thing. And I don't know. It's, it's a whole new landscape for us comedians. Virtual comedy is bullying your ego. Live is an ego stroke. Uh, I wouldn't know. I think you got it all wrong. I don't. Bullying my ego? I don't really know what you mean by that. But uh, in order for you to do this, at least at, at the way that I see it is, uh, you know, you make your ego vulnerable so that you too can make fun of it. And that's very relieving because I don't take myself seriously. Right? Like, this is a very vulnerable thing to do, to go live when you're breaking out, <laughs> when you're talking shit about Twitch or people that you never met and, you know, you, you know, five viewers and, and like, all, this is a very vulnerable thing to do. You know what I'm saying? But it, it don't matter. Right. And so what that does is instead of it bullying your ego, as you would say, I think it, it gives you more confidence because when you don't care at this, at this level on the internet, you know, you could do whatever you want. Like there's memes that flop and when they flop, I don't delete it or like, Oh fuck. I hope no one sees it. like, ah, fuck it. They don't like it. Fuck them. Uh, anyways. And then, you know, you move on. There's people out there that don't post for weeks because they're like, what do I post? Oh, I got nothing good to post. I'm not going to post it. That's not good enough. Or, you know, they're overly critical about what, what they put out there. Me as a comedian writing and putting this stuff out there, I just, it, it comes to mind and like, like, like an impulse. I just push it, push it right out. Push it right out. Push it right out. And then, like, if you look at my my Instagram timeline, there's like 3,000 posts or something like that. And, and you can even look back to how I started writing to compare to how I do it now. Like, you know, all that stuff is because I just impulse and I put it out there as much as I can. And you know what? It makes me understand my, my humor a lot more. Um, and I got a, I got a good, pretty good following through it. And they're mostly girls, which is kind of cool. Uh, like a little more than half of my following are like these fine Miami girls. And, you know, I, I get, I get worked up because <laughs> like, I see some of the girls that follow my page and you're like, Oh my God, should I slide in her DMS? Oh my God. This girl is fine as fuck. <laughs> you know? Uh, no, yes, yes. It is what I'm saying that in order for you to be your virtual, you have to overcome your ego. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. I get it now. Absolutely. But uh, I think I took enough psychedelics to have an ego uh, breakthrough. Like, I don't really see myself. <laughs> I don't really see myself as the kind of person that would get hurt off comments or like trolling or whatever. Uh, or like if anyone dislikes my humor, I actually get excited post posting my stuff out there. Roast them, son. I do. Have you seen my, uh, DJ Shelter? Have you seen my posts uh, every week, at least uh, twice? At least twice a week, I, I talk shit about the ladies. And it's because I love them. It's that love-hate relationship. You know? And there's a lot of fine girls in Miami. But the thing is this. You know, when you shoot your shot to a girl with an ass, it's not as painful as when you shoot your shot to a girl that has a really nice personality. Oh! <laughs> like, I don't get my feeling. Like, you know, if I shoot my shot to a girl that's, like, got a you know, big booty on Instagram, not interested, be like, all right, whatever, bitch. Right. But if I shoot my shot to a girl that has a really cool personality, she's like, I'm going to have to pass. Be like, oh, that one hurt. That one hurt because 
you've got a good personality and I wanted to get to know it. Getting rejected, getting rejected on a meme page is, is uh, next level rejection because you're hiding behind the brand, right? So I'm not getting rejected. This flamingo is getting rejected. You know what I'm saying? You didn't curve me. You curved this guy. <laughs> this guy right here is like uh, my voodoo doll of getting curved. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get the, the humiliation this guy does. This guy takes it all for me. Yeah, I, I, you know what? You know what the next thing is, man. I gotta learn how to. Uh, I gotta learn how to live stream for like four hours. That's next level podcasting, right? Do I do like a four hour live stream? It's like four episodes in one. What's up, Nick? What's up, Sellers? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, the virtual comedy is next level shit, guys. I'm excited to be the forefront. Guess what? A comedian from Miami is probably, I probably have done the most, and I'm going to be boastful here. I probably have done the most virtual comedy shows on the internet uh, in, this, in this way. All right? No video games. All right? I don't got a video game in front of me, and I'm talking shit while I play it. I look at the camera. I look at the comments. Right? And I just riff. I don't think there's anyone doing that in this way. Okay, so your boy from Miami, all right? Everyone that's in on this live stream, all six of you, you guys are in on the know. Remember me, because in the future, when other comedians are like, you know what? Live stand-up comedy isn't as important as online comedy. You're going to be like, well, back, I hope they do like a Ken Burns fucking documentary on me. Oh, can you imagine if they did that? That'd be amazing. And they probably talk all good. Right, they probably talk a really good talk, knowing that almost every episode that I've made doing virtual comedy is like throwaway episodes of me trying to find the funny. But like, since I'm dead and gone, is when people actually appreciate it. Like, like they always do, right? You're alive, busting your ass, you're trying to make it, and everybody's like, oh. right. But then when he dies, Manny was an absolute legend. You're up there in heaven, like, oh, now that I'm dead. Now that I'm dead, I'm being remembered. Ain't this some shit? They probably start like raising money for the funeral. Uh, I didn't need the money for the funeral. I need the money in real life while I was alive. All right, guys, we're going to start a GoFundMe for Manny's funeral costs. Funeral costs? You know how long I've been living in a garage? What's up, Mary? All five foot six of him, total legend. <laughs> the li- that's what they that's what they would call it. Uh, laughing with the little legend. That's the name of my documentary. <laughs> Laughs with the little legend. <laughs> they probably do that black and white photo. It's just like it zooms back. It's just me, like, and everybody that's in the group photo is taller than me. Manny Garavito used to live stream comedy shows almost on a daily basis in his garage. Yeah, you know, I used to know Manny back in the day, man. Short ass dude. Probably everybody would talk shit on the documentary. Hey, you know, something about his comedy style. It was just like annoying, man. Like every day you go live, talk shit. But you know, you got to give him props, man. Because back, you know, back in the day, that was unheard of. Go live every day. No one wanted to hear that shit. Or maybe there'd be somebody that'd be talking like, 
They'd probably be talking like uh, a good game about me. Be like, yo, Manny Garavito was by far one of the funniest people that you've never heard of on the internet. And he was dedicated to his artwork. And then like, it would be like somebody saying something really nice about me like that. Manny Garavito was an absolute legend, making people laugh on a daily basis, virtually through his garage in Miami. And then it would cut and they would be me like, yo, what the fuck? So I put my dick in this contraption, right? <laughs> like people would say like, you know, like, oh, he was such an artist. He was so creative. He was really putting himself out there. All right. So, yeah, you know, I got my dick in my hand. Right? <laughs> the most vulgar pieces of content that they would find. Oh, man. What's up? Lipstick and Lashes by Monica. Um, dedicated to the dedicated. All right. There you go. Guys, check this out. I just got a notification from my Fitbit saying that I'm in the zone. And I'm doing live streaming. This is this is the real esports, guys. My heart is going up. I'm fucking sweating. I'm fucking getting, you know, getting my exercise in on a podcast. I can't believe, I can't believe my Fitbit just said that. It's like, hey man, you really, you really getting your heart beat up. It's like, is it? I'm burning calories while I podcast, huh? Next level podcasting. I'm getting fit at the same time. What's up? How are you? Uh, lipstick and lashes. All right. Let's go ahead and wind it down, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed this, uh, you know, buy a badge, buy a T-shirt, go to MiamiComedy.com slash podcast. Tomorrow, uh, we're going to be at Tipsy Flamingo Sunday night. So if you, if you already had enough of the virtual live stream, go over to uh, Tipsy Flamingo to see live stand-up comedy. You can grab yourself a drink. You can bring your friends. It's a nice place. It's very loungy. It's got a nice stage. And uh, the host we have is very funny. We got a good lineup. Okay, always a fun time. Very intimate. All right. What time? Uh, be there. If you want some good seats, be there 745, 750. Uh, and then uh, just say that you're the Lipstick and Lashes by Monica. Maybe I can tell by the amount of lipstick and lashes you've got on, right? You would walk through your door with those big-ass lashes and be like, Monica, how did you know? Look at them shits. <laughs> Uh, just kidding. Please come. What is the address? Just Google Tipsy Flamingo Cocktail Bar. 2012 Maddie. What's going on? That's the worst. Why would you put the year that you started your... Why would you put the year that you started your username? 2012 Maddie. Been on Instagram for nine years. We don't have to know that. All right. That's it, everybody. So uh, we're still experimenting with the times. 10.30 on a Saturday looks good. Huh? Uh, let's see. Keep an eye out for the Twitch stream. Going to find that. Uh, for those that are watching on YouTube and Facebook, I apologize for this green screen out of nowhere. I'm still trying to figure out how to transfer Zoom to the Restream Studio. Restream Studio or Reststream Studio, whatever you call it. Uh, so bear with me while I work out the kinks. Okay, we're relaunching in November. We're still in experimental mode. All right, November is going to be the, hopefully we're going to have everything, a new desk, some lighting, right? We're going to have it all figured out. So thanks for tuning in during the beta version of the launch of the Miami Comedy Podcast. And I'll see you guys on the next stream. Have a great night. Bye. <laughs>